Hey guys, this is going to be part two of episode 61. We're going to continue our discussion with Jim Corcus. Uh, we are in the thick of things. Yeah, strap back in. Yeah, and uh, at the end of this segment, we're going to have, uh, we're going to talk about the listener questions to see who submits the best question. And um, winner, winner. The winner will get something very, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we, um, well, the winner will be getting a book when it comes out, uh, hopefully at the end of June. We're going to order it for you guys or whoever wins. And there will be something special also with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So here's part two. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you soon. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so we have a few listener questions here. So we're going to get to those. Um, Boy, this is the never-ending podcast. I know, yeah, right? right? right. Uh, actually, you should probably divide this up into like, Two podcasts or, or whatever, but anyway, yeah, yeah. No, th- this is fine. Yeah. Okay. What, what, what do these little darlings want to ask me? Okay. Um, the first. Um, should I say the user's name or is this? Yeah, want to pick? Okay. Why not? Yeah. Uh, the first listener. Or, or, or uh, my suggestion is use their first name. So if it's like yeah. Renee, you know, say Renee wants to know because Renee will know it's. Their question, okay. and they'll get so excited. Yeah, you know, <laughs> okay. they, they asked my question. Yeah. yeah, you know, and, and but that way it also it keeps a, a little bit of, of privacy there. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, so. Um, the first listener's name is Mommy Blue. <laughs> asked, uh, she wants to know what is the one Disneyland attraction that was planned but never built that you wish would have been. That tunnel I'm thinking right now. Oh gosh. Uh, what is the one that I wish was built? Um, you had planned never, never was because yeah. because there there were all 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 so many. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, one of the ones Walt wanted to build was you know he owned the rights to the Oz books at one point, hmm. and so he was going to build uh, Big Rock Candy Mountain. Oh, wow. And hmm. as you went through the boat, uh, so it would have been like uh, the, the storybook land boats. You you went into the mountain. And there were different scenes uh, from the Oz stories, you know, uh, and and so hmm. that was oh, that's nice. Uh, actually, Walt had an idea for an attraction where you had this huge, what would now be considered an IMAX screen, okay, and you projected a western on it, but the ride vehicles were all um, uh, these horses, <laughs> and you would mount the horse. Oh. But the horse was electronically controlled, so you would be moving in time with the screen in front of you. So you would be with the posse chasing uh, uh, the the bad guy. Um, I'm I'm trying to think of a Walt idea, because, again, um, uh, at at one point, um, Mark Davis came up with a, uh, and this is, gosh, decades before Frozen came out, mm-hmm. where you would go into the Ice Queen's Palace. Mm-hmm. And, and he said, because it's so hot out in California, it's so hot out in Florida, <laughs> let's have an attraction where you go in and it's this ice kingdom, you know, and you have skating penguins and, <laughs> and all of this. And, 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 and at the end, you, you confront the Ice Queen and uh, she raises her hands and this snow flurry you know, is sent towards you as you then exit out into the hot California sun or the hot Florida sun. Hmm. 
um, uh, for for that uh, uh, to happen. Uh, you, you know, the uh, 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 submarine ride, one mm-hmm. of the original plans until Atlantis, uh, uh, you know, just tanked, mm-hmm. was they were going to change it so that you were in the vehicle and you were going to the undersea world of Atlantis. Okay. And in hmm. fact, at, in your seats, you also had uh, grabbers. So you didn't just look out through the porthole. Oh. Your hands could operate these grabbers oh, wow. to try and grab some of the treasure oh. uh, that, that had, had uh, uh, spilled out there hmm. of, of uh, things that happened. Um, uh and Walt actually wanted a whole Lilliputian land. Oh, sure. Yeah. Where all all of the, all of the food was miniature. So you'd buy these little miniature hot dogs, <laughs> uh, you know, at at, at the uh, at the food and beverage location. And he would use his Carrollwood Pacific uh, train. Oh, but yeah. yes, every, every, everything would be everything would be uh, uh, tiny. And, and then he was actually going to have a working ranch uh, too. So. Um, I'd want it all, but, but the problem is, is why, is wanting it all. What are you willing to give up? Yeah, sure. You know, uh, in order for us to have um, Space Mountain, had to give up the flying saucers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because because you because you needed that land. You you needed that uh, 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 imprint. You know, uh, for that to happen. So, if you did get one of those never made uh, uh, attractions, um, you know, gosh, you know, what would you give up? Out here at Walt Disney World, I wouldn't hesitate. I I would have wanted Beastly Kingdom, which was Joe Rohde's concept, and that was where Pandora is now and where Camp Mickey Minnie was. And basically, you walked across the troll bridge where you had to watch out for the troll. Um, and, And then you went into this magical land uh, which was divided into a good section and a uh, a bad section, mm. and the bad section had this destroyed castle, Ooh. which uh, was the home to this dragon that was, was hoarding all of this gold. So very much like uh, smog in the mm-hmm. Tolkien uh, mm-hmm. uh, books. And what you do is you go through this tunnel, and there are bats who are thieves, and they whisper to you and convince you. Um, that, uh, yes, the dragon is asleep. We can go steal that treasure. <laughs> and so you're hooked into, you're hooked into this uh, 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 hanging roller coaster yeah. oh, so that you're cool. flying along. You know, you're facing down. You're flying along just like a bat mm-hmm. into the castle where there's collapsing walls. And, and, and the, the, at the end, the dragon, you know, you're confronted and he's unhappy and he, you know, does, wow. uh, does uh, flames. And, and there was a Loch Ness monster uh, uh, restaurant where you didn't have a silly sea serpent. You had a really frightening sea serpent come out. Mm. And in the good section, you had... a. Uh, Fantasia Gardens, where you're, you're going through, uh, you know, Greek architecture, and there's fawns, and there's unicorns, and there, there's all of that. And if I couldn't have had that, I would have gone with Fire Mountain, which they had planned for out here, which was actually the villains. So there's this huge lava mountain, and it's a roller coaster type thing, where you go in, 
and villains, the Disney villains, are having a meeting <laughs> about taking over the park. Wow, I would want that. And they that. see that, that you have heard their plans, and so they are chasing you through the oh, mountain wow. and through the lava, and you are hanging over lava. And, and out here at Walt Disney World, they actually set up balloons to, to check heights, you know, because you want to make sure oh, yeah. can, where can this be seen, where, you know, what cannot mm-hmm. be seen and, and all that. And, and, and of course, the uh, uh, finale is you're sliding down this lava sluice on the mm. outside of the mountain. That's really so, cool. You know, so, so there's, there's, there's always... Something. Always great things, but but sure. again, okay. what are you willing to give up? Yeah. Are you willing to give up the haunted no. mansion? No. Are you willing to to give up the tiki room? Are you willing, you know? Yeah. Uh, and and so that's one of the reasons they push beyond the berm. But just like my own belt, yeah. I don't think that berm can be pushed any, <laughs> any further. <laughs> I love that. That's okay. Cool. All right. So actually, that that listener, her name was Jamie. Uh, so now we're going to go to the next listener, uh, Fernando. Um, and he, I'm just going to read his question. Um, I am not a DCA hater at all. I often find myself there more than I do at Disneyland. Beer makes parenting fun. Okay. <laughs> that, being, that, that being said, what did Disney fail to do with DCA that give it that magical feeling that Disneyland has? I know that it would uh, never... Again, 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 they went on the cheap. Yep. Okay. Uh, the original the DCA, of That's course, it. not done by Imagineers, done by the Disney Development Company because mm-hmm. it was cheaper. And so Eisner made that uh, uh, purposeful choice. And so it didn't go through that entire blue sky process where you sit down and you say, is this really a good idea to have a park devoted to California? Mm-hmm. You know, Eisner's concept was, we're going to bring when people come to California, you know, they want to see all these different things. If we have it here, they'll just come here. They won't go to those other places. <laughs> uh, and, and that was actually Eisner's philosophy. You know, Animal Kingdom was built not because Walt Disney always loved animals. Yeah. No, animals are a pain in the butt to yeah. take care of, you know, and, and uh, there were tremendous cost overruns. He had that. He built uh, Animal Kingdom, so that it could steal tourists from Bush Gardens okay. that had uh, live animal encounters and had thrill rides. And so Animal Kingdom was actually going to have more thrill rides. There, there was going to be the excavator ride in uh, Dino Land and all that. There were going to be several roller coaster type things, and it all just cut back and cut back and cut back. Mm-hmm. And so Beastly Kingdom was one of the first to go. Basically, it was... We can either have Beastly Kingdom or we can have Dino Land. Wait a minute, we've got a movie co- called Dinosaur coming out. Beastly Kingdom, we're going to put on the shelf for right now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the reason Pleasure Island came was because there were uh, all these uh, wonderful uh, themed nightclubs at Church Street Station, and so Eisner says we're going to do that so that people, so that money does not leave Disney property, yeah. and so. Disney California Adventure was not done by Imagineers. It was done by uh, what was called the Disney Development Company, um, and so and it was done on the cheap. Yeah. And I think people sense that. Yeah. Because and 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 you really sense that when you see. 
the new additions that that have been oh, done. Yes. You take a look at Buena Vista Street. You take a look at Cars Land, and you go, "Oh yeah, okay, this works." Yeah. yeah. If that had been there when From Disney the California oh, Adventure yeah. opened, it, it would have been an entirely different experience. I, I always remember what John Hench told me. I, I, I said, "Well, what about Disney California Adventure?" And he said. I liked it better as a parking lot. And and in fact, I personally liked it better as a parking lot because you could park in the parking lot and then Uh you could walk into Mm -hmm. Disneyland. Oh, I remember those days. All of these parking structures and all of this nonsense. It's like, you know, I'm, I'm really... You're really putting me in a bad mood before I even get to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you yeah. Are. yeah, And then yeah. when I leave Disneyland, you're making putting me back into a bad mood. Yeah, this this doesn't true. seem like a good business uh, no. uh, philosophy here. But but with Disney well, California Adventure, basically, and and again, they did they did do some nice touches. There was some nice attention to detail. But I, I like to say. Most of the ingredients were there, but it wasn't soup yet. Mm. Okay. You know, it, it didn't it didn't congeal together and and hold together. Disneyland, it, one of the reasons Disneyland stands out is it's a coherent story experience. And so, even if you don't know all these little details, you know that that we've been talking about, instinctively, it feels right, mm-hmm. right. Yep. Instinctively, yep. it makes sense to you. Yeah. You know, instinctively, you know where you're going. You don't yep. feel lost. Yeah. And 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 that was that was done purposefully. Um, Disney California Adventure. First time I went to Disney California Adventure, I couldn't figure out where I am. Very Wait, true. How do I get oh, yeah. to the pier? Oh where, yeah. Where, <laughs> where, where where's this? Where's that? But but again, I think you know. They have invested um, uh, some good changes uh, into the park. I, I, I love the concept of uh, uh, Buena Vista Boulevard there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I love the, the fact that you've got another statue there that's, yes. uh, that's uh, mm-hmm. symbolic of Walt arriving, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in California. Uh, I think there's an awful lot of missed opportunities, but, you know, uh, they're doing that. It, it, a funny thing, I, I was uh, when I first saw Cars Land, you know, I, I was standing in line, and there was a, a kid next to me, a little kid, uh, talking to mother, and and said, "Is this where they filmed Cars?" <laughs> and 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 so and and I thought, this is what we want to feel. That yeah. This oh, is yeah. Real. Yes. Oh, yeah. There, there's a reality here, and. We're part of that reality. We're actors involved with that. So, mm-hmm. anyway, you asked me for time, uh, what the time was, and I built a clock. But yeah, Disney California Adventure, not done by Imagineers. <laughs> yeah. they, 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 they are making it. They are making it better, but it, but it's still not soup yet. Yeah, okay. I agree. Um, okay, we have one last question um, from a listener, and this one is from Dan. And um, okay, so Dan says, "Hi everyone at the LTP family. Here's my question: mm. How and why did Walt come up with the different lands of the park, and why are they in the order that they are?" Oh wow! 
I know. I thought that was a good question. Great. Oh, Dan. Dan, I absolutely love you because I love it when people ask questions that I know the answer to because <laughs> you seem so smart. <laughs> I, 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 I could only love you more if you were a, a cute young lady who was a, uh, a registered nurse and a certified librarian and was independently wealthy. But, but beyond that... Um, you have to realize that Disneyland was built um, in the mid-1950s. And so Walt designed Disneyland uh, basically because he wanted this to be a film experience. Basically, these are film sets, mm -hmm. and you are the actors. So the film set is not complete until the actor is on the set. Yeah. All right? And um, so he looked at the most popular movie genres of uh, the 1950s. And so Main Street actually refers to the uh, Frank Capra films, the Andy Hardy films, mm -hmm. turn of the century films. And Main Street is there as a transition for you because Main Street looks like the reality that you have come from. Okay. There are streets, there are buildings, there are cars, all right? Mm -hmm. But they're all different. Yeah. And they're all different scale. So okay. Walt is transitioning you from the real world that you were in. Now you're moving very slowly into a fantasy world. Yeah. All right. And and so there are things that are familiar, but they're really unfamiliar. Mm -hmm. And so already your mind especially since you're using that force perspective so that it looks like, yeah, oh, that's like a real building. Your mind is telling you there's something off here. It's right. not right. It's, you know, and so you're going with that. Now, Adventureland, uh, in, in the 1950s, uh, they were still showing Tarzan movies uh, on TV. They had uh, Sheena, Queen of the Jungle, uh, they had Rama of the Jungle. Uh, they even had uh, a Jungle Gym TV series with Johnny Weissmiller in it and, and all of that. And again, so that was, that was very popular. And also the fact that um, in those days, people didn't travel. So they never had these experiences. They only saw them on, on, on TV. And so... Uh, sometimes you didn't even see it on TV. Sometimes you would have guest lecturers who would come to schools or to, to groups to show films that they had shot of their travels in order to raise money you know, for more travels. So you have Adventureland. And the reason you have Adventureland where it is is because there was already foliage existing there. Hmm. In the original plan, Adventureland was going to be on the other side of the park. But there were already <coughs> existing trees and things like that, and it was expensive to buy stuff. So you already have that stuff growing, so we'll have it right over there <laughs> where it's already growing. And, uh, you know, you had the canopies over the top of the uh, Jungle Cruise boats so that you couldn't see that all the foliage hadn't grown up yet. Okay. Once it had, then you could rip off the canopy. And by, way, by the way, those Jungle Cruise boats mm -hmm. and a lot of the design there was based on a uh, Humphrey Bogart movie called The African Queen. Yeah. So the Jungle Cruise uh, uh, boats look exactly like the ones in the movie. 
And Harper Goff, who helped design that, also saw that in the movie, in order to save money, they didn't show animals. You only got a sense of animals, you know, like the bushes moving and things like that. And so incorporated that into Adventureland. Okay? Now, next door is you've got Frontierland. And in the 1950s, Frontierland, uh, there were Westerns on TV. There were Western uh, movies. You know, it, you, you could see literally hours of, of, of Westerns uh, on TV. You know, Wyatt Earp, all, all, all of this. Everybody wanted to be a cowboy. Mm -hmm. Nowadays, I guess... Cowboys and Indians are outdated. You want spacemen and aliens. But in those days, everybody wanted to be cowboys, and Walt wanted something in the park that uh, would relate to American history because he grew up hearing all of these stories. In, in fact, um, his uh, father-in-law, Willard Bounds, was a, um, a sheriff on an Indian reservation. In oh, fact, yeah. it, it, uh, Walt's wife Lillian was born on a Nez Pierce mm -hmm. Indian reservation. Um, and that's where she grew up and went to school. And, and so, and in fact, when Disneyland opened, there was actually a um, blacksmith shop that had mm -hmm. Willard Bounds blacksmith because you couldn't make, uh, just like you can't make money being a teacher, as I found. I was a public school <laughs> teacher. You have to have something else. Uh, Willard Bounds, besides being sheriff, w was also a blacksmith. And so you had that. And so you had those elements. And as I said, you had Owen Pope, who actually built the stagecoaches and all of this. So they were authentic. They had leather straps and, and all of this. And, and John Hench told Walt, listen, people won't notice. And Walt said, yes, they will. Hmm. And if they don't, I will. Yeah. yeah. And so they had leather strap. No matter how tight money was, they, they had all of those, those little things there because Walt was always interested in history, wanted something there to, you know, really um, – uh, uh, oh, I know what I wanted at, at Disneyland, an attraction that never got built. So I'll get to that in <laughs> Next, next, next to Frontierland, because again, you got all those westerns on TV and the movies. You have Fantasyland, Fantasyland cartoons. You'd, you'd go to the movies and you'd see a cartoon before the main feature, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? And 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 so you have that. And interestingly enough, other than other than Mickey and Minnie and, and all of that, in Fantasyland, all of the cartoons were the feature films. Mm. Okay. And, 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 of course, Walt, being uh, the great gambler that he mm -hmm. was, you have Sleeping Beauty Castle. Why is that a gamble? Because Disneyland opens July 1955. Sleeping Beauty does not come out until the end of yeah. 1959. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is an example of the first time that an attraction opened before the film that it represents did. Hmm. And then next, next to Fantasyland was um, uh, Tomorrowland. And, of course, in the 1950s, that's where you have all the science fiction films. Right. But, again, Walt wanted science fiction. He didn't want science fantasy. That's why you don't have l rides with, like, little green men, you know, or right. UFOs or, 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 or things like, like that, because Walt wanted it factual that this was possible. This could be possible. Tomorrowland was the world of the immediate 
future. It opened in 55. It was supposed to represent the world of 1986. <laughs> yes. Haley's Comet would come back. Yeah. You know, and when Haley's Comet comes back, you know, it comes back very rarely, but it usually means that there's a transformation that's going to be, be happening. And so you have, to, but again, he was running out of money, so he was actually going to put up a big sign that said, Tomorrowland coming in the future. Hmm. But uh, what happened is uh, the three um, segments on his TV show, the Tomorrowland segments, you know, uh, about rocketry and going to the moon and Mars and beyond, they were so popular he had to have something. So he opened that, and of course uh, he had to go to outside sponsors, and so you had Crane Plumbing that had an exhibit of the bathroom of tomorrow. Oh, yeah. And you had uh, Dutch Boy Paints, and whoever had money to open something, you know, uh, because the only real attractions there were the uh, trip to the moon and the uh, uh, Autopia, Mm. you know. Uh, And so he had to fill in, and uh, and that's why, you know, in 67, he he, he, because it was the one area he was most disappointed of, had to fill fill it in, and so um, Tomorrowland is there because there was no room for it on the other side where it was supposed to be, because you were supposed to go through Yesterland and then into Tomorrowland. So you still sort of do that now, um, as that goes through. And and one of the things uh, most of you don't realize is uh, uh, how many of you are. Uh, Right-handed. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. I I, I, I can sense it psychically <laughs> over here. That two out of three the are. The entrance to Tomorrowland is three times larger than the entrance to Frontierland or Adventureland. Why is that? Most people go right. You go to the right. Yeah. We go. We go because to the right. Because again, we yeah. Disney always says. We don't control the people. We control the experience. Mm. Now, I remember now at Walt's <laughs> attraction that was going to be built mm-hmm. and never, never was. And, boy, I would, I would like that. And there is room for it even today. Uh-oh. So I don't have to give up anything. <laughs> um, you know, Walt, Walt wanted, of course, um, uh, uh, a... Uh, uh, an international street that would go parallel to Main Street hmm. and then hit a, hit, hit a cul-de-sac. And, and again, as you were walking down International Street, you would see facades of you know, Spain and France and England. And then when you got down to the cul-de-sac and turned the other way, you saw the other side of the buildings and there were facades for different things. And there was going to be a, a, a Chinese restaurant with the very first um, audio-animatronic, Confucius, mm-hmm. voiced by Wally Bogue, oh. who, while you were eating, Confucius would come to life and give you wisdom. And again, he would be wearing, he's an old man, and he's wearing these long robes, so if there was jerkiness or whatever, you would just associate it with the old man. That's not what I want. <laughs> and then Walt also wanted a Liberty Street that would have gone parallel and that is very similar to what happened out here at Florida with Liberty Square. There would have been an attraction with all of the presidents, mm-hmm. and there would have been an attraction uh, telling the history of America. Mm-hmm. What I wanted, at the end of Main Street, right to the right, 
right before you get to the hub, Edison Square. Oh, hmm. right. Hmm. Edison Square would have been uh, 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 for uh, Thomas Edison mm-hmm. and would have had a statue with him in, in the square there. You'd have the electric lights, all of that. Uh, there was a show, a walkthrough show that you would go that later developed into Carousel of Progress. Mm. But this one was much more exciting. You would go in, and again, you would have the uh, uh, three tiers, you know, with railings, you know, where where people would stand and they would, you know, look at, at the show. And each segment would be about seven minutes or, or whatever. And you're following, you know, through the different time periods, you know, um, the turn of the century, uh, you know, the 1920s, uh, uh, then the 1940s, 50s. And then the last one would have been, you would have been in a space station in outer space. Ooh. <laughs> and you could then go, actually go down and interact with, with these devices there. And, <laughs> and then the uh, uh, final room would be a display room with all the new things from General Electric, you know. Okay. But General Electric wasn't uh, interested in that at, at all. And and actually, there would have been a speaker, uh, a, an electromechanical man. That's what they were before audio animatronics. Audio animatronics didn't exist until '63. Oh. Uh, electromechanical meant that you had a figure that could repeat, you know, a certain action, like like okay. the Indian on the bank of the rivers of, of America that raises his, his he's hand. on horseback and he raises his hand and then lowers his hand or or the crocodile in the uh, jungle cruise that opens and closes or the the natives that are you know bouncing ar- uh, around there that, that they were called electromechanical because it there was uh, an electrical pulse that would go through and mechanically open or close something or move something and so you just repeat this, or the yeah, the cool. giraffe that would duck down and then duck back up, <laughs> the oh, type yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and then your mind just fills in all, all the other things. Yeah. But yeah, Edison Square. I would go with Edison Square because I don't have to give up anything else. And there's no uh, Carousel of Progress right. at uh, at Disneyland anymore. Yeah. yeah so I mean, you know? that would still be there, and that would be. So so mm-hmm. so yeah so. So it takes me a while, but but I get there eventually, <laughs> and so so that's my answer. All right. Okay, so do you want to pick a winner then, Jim, from those three questions we had? No, I don't want. To. <laughs> I, I I want I want to be beloved. Yeah, I, 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 I think what you should do is, is you should uh, uh, put them in a bowl or something and, and mess them up and close your eyes and. And have somebody pick it up, but don't tell us who picked it up because then you don't know. (laughs) And then whoever that person is, they need to write in with their name and address, and then you forward it to me. And, again, uh, they should let me know whether they just want an autograph because some people just want an autograph. They're going to give it to friends or they're going to give it to their family or they're going to sell it on eBay or whatever. <laughs> uh, but some people want an inscription. I like an in- uh, inscription yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I would too. In, in my book. So, in my book. So, you know, I have like Marty Scalar goes, you know, what? to Jim, you know, Marty. And it's like, see, Marty really knew who I was. You know? <laughs> I didn't just pick up a book that said to Jim, to Jim. you know, he wrote this to me. <laughs> uh, 
So whether they want an autograph or that. So okay. have you had a chance to mix those uh, questions up there? I was going to say I I have I have a I have my name I know who uh, my I, I have my is. I have my favorite one. Okay, you guys vote. go. You guys I'll go. I'll pick go. You say who? You guys know who I'm going to say. Dan. Exactly. I'm going to pick Dan too. Uh, I say Dan had great. Yeah, Dan. I think. Okay. Yeah. See, we picked they it. They were all it was, great it was questions, yeah. but. Dan, even though you're not an attractive young yes. lady, is <laughs> a nurse and part-time librarian. Yeah, yeah I think that you was are, are are the winner because you asked a, a, a question that I really knew the yeah, answer really to, well. and uh, <laughs> I, I, I I I appreciate that. I appreciate that because uh, uh, you know, oftentimes I get asked questions and I, I look like a raccoon in the headlights. <laughs> so uh, again. Uh, it, Ask if you, because again, you may not want it inscribed to you. You may want it inscribed mm-hmm. to you and your wife, or mm-hmm. or your son, or or uh, your dog, or <laughs> who, who knows? You know, um, I've I've had people do that. You know, yeah. I, yeah, I want to buy your book and I really want to read it, but I'm giving this to my sister, so you know, mm-hmm. could you make it out to her? Yeah, right. And so I do. Okay. Well, congratulations, Dan. I, I hope this was fun for you guys. Oh, oh yeah, this is amazing. Like I, mean, I, I, I could like. And, and, and I hope yeah. you learned a couple of things that you didn't know beforehand. I Quite did. a few. I did. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't and, and for those of you who are listening, and 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 you want to be as smart as these <laughs> podcasters, make sure you pick up a copy of uh, Secret Stories of Disneyland and more Secret Stories of Disneyland, which will be coming out in in June here. Uh, from uh, themeparkpress.com, or it'll be on Amazon.com. Uh, uh, and while you're there, take a look at the, the, some of the other books uh, uh, that I've written. I've written a, a lot of books about Walt Disney World, if you're interested in that. Some people aren't. If you're interested in Disneyland, I wrote a book called The Unofficial um, uh, Disneyland 1955 Companion, uh, oh. where I interviewed... Um, dozens of people who worked at Disneyland in 1955. Mm. So it only covers Disneyland in 1955. Wow. So it lists all of Walt's, um, all of the places that Walt looked at, you know, before he built Disneyland, the different things that were originally going to be in Disneyland. I want that book. Um, uh, I go land by land and I list every attraction, food and beverage, merchandise, Oh, place, who book. ran it, all of that. I, I have an entire <laughs> section of quotes from people who worked there in 1955 giving their impressions of this. And, uh, you know, if you say, yeah, I want to take a time travel machine back to July 19, you wouldn't recognize Disneyland. Even oh, if no. you went back in 58 or 59, you really wouldn't recognize uh, Disneyland. Things were changing constantly there. But... Um, I, I got a lot of great comments from people who worked. Um, uh, Bob Gurr says he keeps a, a, a copy of it uh, by his desk. So in case anybody, any interviewer wants to talk to him about 1955, he just goes to my book and, and, and opens it up. Uh, Sully Sullivan, who was one of the Jungle Cruise skippers there and later became a big executive out here at Walt Disney World, uh, same thing. He, he mentioned it to uh, other Disney execs like Bob Matheson and, and uh, all of that. So I'm very proud uh, uh, of the book because, yeah. again, it's accurate. It you want to know the names of the Native Americans who are in the Indian Village, then you get a copy of the book. Okay. You want to know, you know. Yes, absolutely. If I so uh, again, that is the uh, the Disneyland 1955 companion. It uh, only covers nine. Well, 
I say it only covers 1955. It also covers all of the Disneyland-related books that came out in 1955, the Disneyland TV show, all of the episodes in 1955. Um, it, it covers all of the music, Disney music of 1955. Wow. Uh, and there's a small section at the end of Disneyland in 1956. Okay. You know, okay. Some, some of the things that that uh, uh, popped up, and uh, so far, nobody has any corrections. Well, good. Oh, so, good. Uh, if you're a Disneyland fan, you might want to do that. They might invite me back on this podcast, we where will. we'll take a time travel trip to, to 1955, and and see how this was done by the seat of their pants, and oh, yeah. why they never had time to document. Uh, and oh. I, I interviewed... Um, uh, the uh, actress who played Snow White really? in the opening day parade. Okay. Yeah. So I, I have an interview with her uh, in the book about what that was like on opening day and what it was like to be the very first Snow White at Disneyland. How cool is that? So okay, okay. Ho hopefully it's cool enough that you guys will want to go out and uh, pick it up. Uh, buy, buy my books and uh, oh, uh, remember I'm, the... I'm an orphan. <laughs> remember Disney laid me off. Uh, remember that I'm old, fat, and broke. Uh, and keep, keep those things in mind. You know, I, it, it, if, if I had the sad music in the background, I, I can do the big eyes. But I, uh, this was so much fun music. being on the on the podcast. It is just so exciting for me uh, to be with people who are so passionate about uh, uh, Disneyland, um, who uh, have uh, so much fun, but but also have a, a, a good sense of, uh, you know, to, to question some of the things that Disney does. Yep. I'm wondering why Disney made that choice. Yeah, you know, if, if they made yes. all these other good choices, why does this not seem yeah. like a good choice yeah. that they made this? You know, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, no, we're we'll definitely have to have you back on, and we're gonna we'll dig into some of that. Other yeah, stuff. I think I think Disneyland in nineteen fifty nine, sorry, in nineteen fifty five is a really good idea, and that maybe is a we'll take a fantastic idea. We're, maybe, I think we're gonna take you up on that offer, right? Yes, yeah. that is a challenge, and we are gonna um, take you up on that offer, and we're gonna have a walk through the park with you in nineteen fifty five. Oh, how cool would that be? Oh, terrific. Yeah. Okay. I I I I I I would love that. I was not there in nineteen. Oh, okay. Sure. Not okay. that old, but okay. but uh, I I've I've certainly seen enough pictures. I've mm -hmm. seen some um, home movies. I I've talked with people who who were there, you know, and so, you know, you almost feel like a virtual reality yeah. that 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 you can you can create. And and in fact, we can even talk about the first Disneyland Christmas because okay. Walt insisted that even though they were out of money, they were going to celebrate Christmas in 1955. And Jack Lindquist told me that wonderful uh, uh, Jack Lindquist was uh, later became president of Disneyland. He was in charge of marketing at the time. And on Christmas Eve, he was standing on uh, Main Street and he saw this family that was uh, a mother and a father and, and, and two little children, and they were looking in the window of the Emporium, you know, they were obviously headed on their way out of the park, it, 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 you know, it was uh, in the evening, and uh, they were well-dressed, but they weren't, you know, really well-dressed, because some people came to the park, you know, wearing pearls and gloves mm -hmm. and high heels and hats and jackets and things like that, and the little girl looked up to her mother and said, you were right, Mom. This was uh, this was 
much better than having Santa Claus come visit. <laughs> and Jack Lindquist said, my heart just broke. He said, I, I knew that they had, had to have had made that choice between coming to Disneyland for Christmas or, you know, the kids getting uh, yes. uh, presents. They didn't, they didn't have uh, money for both. And he said, it just stuck with me, you know, this is why we do what we do and why we have to do better yeah. and, and make it just that magical experience for the guests. No, absolutely. Okay, so we will look forward to that. Um, maybe we'll do that this summer. Yeah, summer. <laughs> we'll, yeah. A couple, a little while. Okay. 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 Well, I, I'm I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, as I said, you you probably want to break this up into at least <laughs> two podcasts yes. or, or two sections. Two sections. You know? Yeah, we'll do like a release on a Monday and a release on like a Wednesday, just like <laughs> yeah. a teaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, cool beans. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jim. And uh, yeah, we'll be talking to you in a few months. I'm sure of it. Yeah, and we'll be sending you Dan's address soon. Once the book comes out, we're gonna we're gonna yeah, order one. Definitely, at least a couple. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, My thank pleasure. you, and you have a good night because I know you're a couple hours ahead of us. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank so, you so uh, much, so Jim. I'm 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 gonna watch. Uh, yeah, grab myself a dinner and uh, watch some TV. That's how exciting the life of a Disney historian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. That's all right. Sounds like a plan. All right, Jim. Thank you again. Thank you, Jim. Thank, thank you. you. All right. All right bye. Bye. May all your Disney dreams come true. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. All right. <laughs> all right. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh my gosh, you guys, we made it. We made it through this episode with Jim Corpus. You made it through this episode. Our listeners, they made it through. Yes. Um, I thought I knew a lot. I didn't know a whole lot. (laughs) I don't know how many times we we, we kind of looked around each other like, who, who knew that? Like mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I don't know. You lot. probably heard me going, "What? Holy! I didn't, I didn't know that." The right. haunted mansion thing oh, blew I mean, my, my mind. I'm sitting here, and as much as I love that attraction, mm-hmm. I'm like, "Wait, what? I had no clue that was mind going blown. on." I had yeah. no no idea about that. Um, I had no idea about Fire Mountain either. Right? Uh, wow. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I oh mean, my gosh. you know, we we could have uh, honestly. I, he, you know, when he's going, I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't want to interrupt and ask a question because he, I'm like, just go. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I just, I just want to sit down and listen to him. Yeah. You know, and just, just go, go, go. Because I mean, so much coming, so much information, and and such energy behind it is, it's, it was awesome. Freaking, in, like I said, yeah. if you weren't inspired by this, cool. I don't know, you're dead inside. <laughs> um, yeah, and needless to say, I think everyone that comes on our show, any 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 guest, we sort of we consider them part of the LTP family mm-hmm. now. And it, he definitely is. Yeah, yeah. and um, so we are probably in the summer. We're going to have a walk through um, Disneyland in 1955 with him. With him, oh, yeah, gosh, it's going to be so cool. It's going to be a long episode, but guys, it's going to be great. Oh yeah, that'll be fantastic. Yes, um, and for sure. Go with Amazon um, and check for Jim Corcus. Mm-hmm. And he's got 20 books out there right now. Yeah. Um, I'm going to order the, the 1955 book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I need to get no, that one, too. And, and I just want to reiterate what he was saying about, you know, we have to keep these stories going. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, we have to. I mean, I think every generation, not to get too corny, but every generation, one of their jobs is to continue tradition and stories and make sure that mm-hmm. it continues down the road. And when people pass on, that's how they live on. And right. so having that, and he, and he does talk about how a lot of the, a lot of the Imagineers are are gone now. And so we yeah. have to yeah. keep those stories going. Right. And when they're not written down, they're difficult to track down. And you have him doing that. And then we can read there and understand and recognize the, if you already have an affinity for the park and what Walt did, 
yeah. stories like this will do nothing more but then just show even more how brilliant it is. We all sit around the table and we think about all the time how brilliant the guy was. When you hear these stories, it just adds another, I don't know, umpteenth million layers to that. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So does. cool. Yeah. So, yes. so cool. And just like, I love him. I love him. She, <laughs> she did say that. Yes. Yeah. Uh, too bad you're not a registered nurse. I know, right? Yeah. Oh, and a librarian. And a lab- yeah. oh, part-time. Or part-time. 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 Librarian. librarian. Yeah. If you're a full-time librarian, forget it. Yeah, forget it. you got to be RN. <laughs> it has to be that mix. It has to be that mix. Yeah, and um, I, I feel, again, I just feel, like, blessed, like, literally blessed that we were able to talk about this for fun and, and get so to meet cool. these cool oh, yeah. people mm-hmm. and talk about things that we get to talk about. I don't understand. I, I, that's all I, I can say is I feel blessed and lucky that we're doing this. And, yep. um, happy, and to add to that, yeah, we have... Uh, happy you, I'm happy you guys are on board. Yep, and then we do have, in, in that theme, we did get a new review. Oh, yeah, let's, let's do that real quick. Um, I'll bring it. You want me to bring it up? Or you have it? Uh, I can pull it up. Oh, I got it. I'm, I'm right here. So give me one second, I'll bring it up. Um, we did get another review. Um and every time we get one of these, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Yeah, um, it's always awesome. It's always awesome to kind of look at, at these things and kind of, um, we're, I don't know, we're always taking it back on, mm-hmm. on these. So um, the new one is, as soon as I bring it up here. So this one is, uh, was posted by, see if I get that right, Mommy Bellu. Is that right? Is, is, that, is, is that who Jamie is? I, I believe that's Jamie. Okay. Yeah. Um, she, Hi, Jamie. We don't know you, but... <laughs> yeah. Let me, Thank you. Yeah, go ahead and read that, but I'll okay. double check. So um, this is her review. Um, it's a five-star review. Thank what? you. Yep, five-star review. Oh. Thank you. And um, this first sentence kind of made me go, what? This is my go-to podcast for Disney updates and information. So I was like cool yeah it's awesome it, it is, is amazing yeah i know i was like wait what i remember mm-hmm. our text yeah. back and forth i'm like yeah. and i quoted her i'm like dude that blows me away mark so is like cool. so cool yes i love listening to the super witty banter thank you mm-hmm. uh and honest opinions that happens to coincide nicely with my own i'm glad we we all think alike uh it feels like you are sitting around with your disney uh disney loving friends and just having a great conversation and just for the record, Pirates does not need a fast pass. So, um, Preach it, girl. Yep. Preach so it. So we agree on that. And then the other part that I, I just want to say thank you for is what you said and how it feels like um, we're just sitting around a table talking. And well, we, we literally are sitting around a table talking. We are. Mm-hmm. But then we're glad <laughs> that we can bring you in from wherever you guys are yeah. and join us in and on join. that. join. So uh, we've said it before, and I yeah. think we said it last episode, and, and, and this is what we're striving for, and I love the fact that that's the way it's coming off, and thank you for bringing that up. Thank you for the review. Thank you, everybody who's ever reviewed the show. Yes. Uh, and given us five stars, or even not quite five stars. It doesn't matter. It's always awesome. The conversation's always fantastic. They are, yes. And the fact that she said uh, this is her go-to podcast. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I, I never thought of it as being a go-to podcast, but hey, I'm glad you're coming here. Um, we will continue to... Uh, make sure with you that we are your go-to podcast. <laughs> yep. Um, but and also we we do keep things real, and I think that's one of the things that Jim appreciated about us too is that we just wanted this podcast that yeah, if it's not, we're gonna call it like we call it. Yeah, no, yeah. and that is one of the things that I've said from the very beginning. We will never um, try to push, prod, make any of us think a specific way, or any of you mm-hmm. think of a specific way. If you disagree, 
feel free. Yes. Yeah. With us, with the park, with everything. Open, open, honest dialogue between all of us is always important. I think it's just important for humanity in general. And so the fact that we can do that here um, in such a positive way is fantastic. Absolutely. Okay, so this is going to end uh, the Mammoth episode 61. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us for this long. Um, episode 62 is coming up. Uh, we're going to record that in a couple weeks. Um, we are going to continue our series on five up and three down. We are going to venture a little further west over to Critter Country. And, yep. And uh, we're going to have a special you know, a special guest. I mean, it's the much-beloved Jay Bratton is going to return. He's going to talk about Pixar Fest food. Um, yeah. And probably going to pick his brain about Critter Country as well and um, oh, sorry. and whatnot. And uh, so definitely he's, again, the LTP family. Yep. Um, yep. LTP for life. Yeah. <laughs> Southern California member. Yep. Charter member. Yep. <laughs> um, do I say the other special episode? Do you want to bring that up? Go ahead. Okay. Okay. So we have a lot of content hidden, hidden out, coming out here. Um, we're going to have one massive, uh, we kind of talked about it before. Is it about Frontierland? It is about Frontierland. We're going to yes. have a, a 20-person panel on Frontierland. Oh, my the, gosh. The past, the present, and the future. No, I'm kidding. Oh, gosh. Um, let me home now. That just would be like, I'd just well, you are her, home. I, I'd I have, am home, actually. <laughs> I have to taper down the chair like, you're not going anywhere. Um, <laughs> no, but we're going to do a massive, uh, and, and it's been finalized now as of today. Um, I know. It, it's Yeah, the, the uh, papers have been signed. They, they, they've they, been, well, no, logistically, everyone's on board now. Mm-hmm. Officially, everyone's on board. Um, Jess doesn't sound like she's on board. No, she's oh, on board. Know. She's we'll on see. board. Yeah, she's fine. She already committed, and when she commits... All right, what is it, Udi? So we're going to do the massive solo show, all about solo. So we're going to combine three different podcasts. Uh, Which ones gonna, are those? We're going to combine this one here. The LTP? The LTP, the Leaving Today podcast. We're going to combine my other show, the Bad or Bad mm. um, podcast, and then we're going to throw in... To add the flavor, the cherry on top of mm-hmm. it would be Joey from the uh, Disney Universe podcast. Yes. Yay. So di- he was actually on... Just down the freeway from us. Yeah. And, yeah, super and, close. Yes. yes. And um, he was on my last uh, for Bad or Bad. He's been on a couple times now. Okay. Uh, he did uh, he, he did our review for Deadpool too. Um, not for kids. Don't take your kids to that. Um, but anyway, so he's on and so he's on board. So we're expecting to have a good roundtable fun and where you should get a lot of different angles from the movie mm-hmm. yes so we all have a different take on what this means and so it'll be a massive i don't think we're going to number it it's just going to be like a here you go bonus off we go is jack coming uh no because he actually has to go protect the streets of sacramento oh, that night darn it chad okay be which i would love for him to be here because that that guy's his knowledge for star wars is phenomenal like ricky level yeah oh yeah no, okay. no. Okay. But anyway, um, but anyway, there you go. So solo. I'm not sure when that's going to drop or anything. It's going to be like I said. It's out of our normal sphere. It's not going to be a numbered episode. I don't think. It's just going to be kind of a bonus out there. Okay. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right, listeners. Thank you so much for hanging out with us for this long. It's been a long time. Uh, so between now and then. Uh, go check out explanationroasters.com. Uh, get some of their brand new brews. Uh, we Dude. had some tonight. Chocolate uh, raspberry. Yeah, uh, chocolate raspberry. And that, the fortune and glory. Which I'm having over ice, and right. I'm just about done with it. Um, and, not, and so just, just so everybody knows, fortune and glory has now tied with my dark side for my favorite. They're like one in one. Yeah, okay. I um, that one. Yeah, for my taste, it was a bit bit strong for me, so I cut it with a, a little bit of sugar, and it's really really smooth. 
Um, so uh, season to taste. I'm a bourbon guy. So. Um, but it's really it's really good. I found it quite enjoyable. Um, Great coffee. And also go to tpublic.com, go to Leaving Today Podcast, or Leaving Today on there, and find a shirt that you like and wear it proudly. Um, yep. take, and take a picture of it. and Tag us away. Tag, tag us away. Yes. Okay, until then, Jess, where can people find you? Let's see. Uh, you know, there was one that I started to forget about, and I can't remember now what it was. I saw... I have a social media that I've been... Like, I stopped advertising. Oh, I know what I was talking Facebook? about. Facebook? No, our YouTube page. I like I've just we don't do did we do anything with it? Shit and I tinker around every once in a while, but okay. nothing like crazy, but I always forget that it's even there. Uh, okay. And if we were you know, if we get more followers and things like that, then I'll start using it more and utilizing it more. But anyways, um yeah, our YouTube is uh, Leaving Today Podcast and then you can find me on Facebook at Jessica Farfan and then Instagram is Storybook Jess and that uh, I have my Snapchat code there. You can find me on Snapchat at Jess Farfan for all of the Disneyland adventures. All right. And I don't tweet. Okay. Uh Udi, where can people find you for more Woody Banner? For Witty Banner, you can find me at uh, all my socials, which are Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. Those are all H-A-X-G-O-A-L-I-E, Hacks Goalie. Uh, you can also find me on my other show, which is Batter Bad. That is BatterBad.com, Facebook, forward slash Batter Bad. On the Instagram and Twitter is Team Bad or Bad. And our YouTube page is Bad or Bad, all one word. Up there right now would be Avengers... And Deadpool 2 should be... Coming soon. Coming soon. We recorded literally two days ago. All right. Yeah. Uh, For me, you can find me at Instagram at Leaving Today Podcast, or you can email me at info at leavingtodaypodcast.com. Links for Jim Corcus's book will be on our webpage for this episode. Uh, I encourage you guys all to go out there and order something. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, there's, <laughs> there's something that if you like Disneyland, you will love something he's written. Okay. All right, guys and girls, thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to us. And until next time, we will see you at the parks. Good night. Bye. <laughs> kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs>